0: Welcome to Sex and Soul, a podcast about all things related to sexuality, relationships and the deeper dimensions of our lives. I am your host, Lin S. I am a sexuality and relationship coach and mentor, as well as a tantric yoga teacher. I'm so excited that you are here. May Sex and Soul light you up from inside and change your life to be more orgasmic, joyful and deep. Welcome to Sex and Soul, an amazing episode. I can feel it in my bones. Um, today I have the honor to welcome London Angel Winters. Um, she has a beautiful bio that I will add in the show notes. And I actually just want to introduce her. How I feel her, her work. Um, even though it's the beginning, actually for me, um, you know, I read London your book, the book yet that you wrote. Of course, with with Justin, with your partner playing with fire. And it's, uh, yeah, the book once, once from the, from the first page, I, I was really hooked. I was sucked into it. I felt it as such a beautiful, beautiful, yeah, guide for, for relationships, for, to bring passion back for people who, who have kids, for us women who are a bit older and, and get to be with amazing, younger, amazing men. Yeah. For women, you know, the apology or the not the apology, the permission sleep to be yeah, like fucking sexy and hot and in our, you know, in our feminine power at whatever age, even becoming a mom, you know, at a later age, which probably or might still be become my case too. And I'm sure for some of the ladies listening, that might be also your case. Um, Yeah. And then, and then a beautiful, beautiful embodiment and teachings around polarity, which is of course, such a, a uh, hot topic i think <laughs> in if you're into self-development and, and spirituality i think polarity is is one of the yeah most hot topics and and there's a lot of um different types of of teachers out there and i think london and justin you did such a beautiful job in in your book and in your teachings in in bringing this yeah the polarity in a way that feels open and not too defining and and uh just like a very juicy invitation with so much yeah compassion and and warmth and and realness yeah. Um, so thank you for saying yes to my invitation. (laughs) Happy to be here. Yeah. (laughs) So
1: happy to be here. And thank Mm. you for that introduction. Yeah. It's wonderful to hear you loving the book.
0: Yes. Yeah. And it's so, so interesting because when you read a book and you love a book, it's so you feel a connection with the, with the authors, you know, and we've never met, of course, I'm following both of you. So I'm, I'm. I I mean, you connect it's it's real, you know, real connections happen online and and through words, and I think that's yeah, such yeah, that's so beautiful, and I think it's one of the amazing, yeah things of being alive right now and then having a role of of helping other people it's it's like it it really works, and we can just be connected all over the world, yeah, it's I mean mm. it's amazing,
2: mm.
0: yeah, so ah, let's dive right in there's so many topics that I realized is chatting before recording already, like, ah, this, 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 of course, I prepared a little bit. Um, and I imagine also, yeah, my audience uh, listening into an episode, um, I think maybe I would like to ask you uh, just as a starter, yeah, an opening question, like what what does polarity mean to you? Is that the, the word that you use yourself? I, I think so. Yeah. And why why did it change your life and how did it change your real life within yourself? And then also, of course, with, yeah, with, with men and with then, yeah, your, your partner.
1: Polarity was an interesting journey for me um, <clears throat> because I've worked with polarity in many different ways. I've been in this path for a very long time. When I initially found polarity, I finally understood my results with men. It was like, oh my gosh, no wonder that relationship was sexless. No wonder I was butting heads with that person, you know, somebody else. No wonder I met this guy who seemed so safe, but then it was like too much cake, you know, like just like after a while. And then also no wonder why I went for that guy who was like the worst possible guy for me but I just couldn't help myself you know I really understood dynamics of attraction at a level that I never did before um but I accidentally took polarity a little too far and I got a little away from myself with it in the sense that Once you understand what creates attraction, you can get very enthusiastic about creating attraction and not realize that you're like cutting off this left left arm and pretending to be this and pushing that opinion down so that you never appear to be alpha, you know, and this, that, and the other. And there was also that element of being at the effect of polarity where I could create attraction very easily. With anyone Mm -hmm. but did i want to and Mm -hmm. what does what's the cost and then you know we we learn that the cost of doing that is you are in relationship cycling it's like Mm -hmm. as soon you know you can create anything to work and be very hot Mm -hmm. but as soon as you let your hair down he looks at you like who are you Mm -hmm. or as soon as he has a weak day you look at him like where's your masculine (laughs) you know (laughs) And it became um an interesting thing I observed in the community of people using polarity to not be themselves. And so my partner and I, um, we had our own journey in this, which we describe a lot in my first book, The Awakened Woman's Guide to Everlasting Love. We talk a lot about how we kind of fell on our own sword, you know, and used mm-hmm. polarity as a weapon. And then we decided to evolve the conversation into alpha and omega, Mm -hmm. where we understood this is consciousness and light dancing. And Mm -hmm. when we started to see it beyond gender, we started to really appreciate these things in each other. And we were able to actually create even hotter polarity because we didn't have all the resentment. We had like Mm -hmm. full expression, full essence, full creativity. You know, like my Mm -hmm. husband is a really great songwriter. And when he was trying to be all masculine, he stopped writing songs and he sort of resented me for that. And I was trying to be soft and surrendered and open all the time. But in the meanwhile, I was swallowing all of these no's and then I was losing my yes. And so it was like we could generate attraction, but it was kind of artificial after a year or two years. Mm-hmm. And then we started dismantling the falsities, and really landing in consciousness dancing with light. Mm. And that's when everything just started to become, you know, what's promised hours of lovemaking, a relationship that where we had been together for a decade, but it feels like we just met. Also, both of us were thriving on our own, like Mm. he's thriving in what he's doing. I'm thriving in what I'm doing. And thank god we had arrived at this place by the time our daughter came on board because parenting is very hard on a woman very hard very hard and it's really becomes difficult to bring that sex goddess that you were bringing before um because you're you're not as radiant you're very depleted i was nursing i wanted to give my daughter a good head start so i nursed her for a year and a half it completely depleted me but Thanks to the work that we talk about in Playing With Fire, um, my intimacy was thriving through this whole time. Mm -hmm. Like, just to give you an idea, in the birth, um, Justin and I birthed her together, and the way we did it is he was holding me, like spooning me. I -hmm. was in labor for 24 hours. We did it at home. He -hmm. was spooning me. I was in front of him. He was breathing me, and then I was breathing her. Mm. And she came out in candlelight to, like, both of us. Yeah. And, like, because mm. of our very fluid understanding of polarity, we've been able to have just a rocking intimacy through things that normally split other people up. Mm. And um, so polarity is very special, but it's also something that can be weaponized. Mm. And when that's why we named our book Playing With Fire. When mm. you're working in polarity, you're playing with fire. And there's ways to play with fire where it's like a beautiful roaring, you know, what you imagine you would sit in front of after snowboarding all day, you know, Mm -hmm. and then there's other ways of playing with fire that burn your house down. (laughs) (laughs) The book playing with fire really teaches you how to do polarity in a way that could lead to a lifelong relationship Mm -hmm. that can lead to being able to parent beautifully Yes. That could lead to having a full, exp- fully expressed, super authentic life,
0: and
1: create all of that sizzle.
0: Yeah, beautiful. And if, when you say like ah, uh, and I, I agree. I told you before we started recording that I'm living with my friend, and she's a forty year old, and so, and of course, I have a lot of friends with kids already, so I, I observe, and um, so intense. Like I I salute all the couples who make it through the just the first years of, of being a parent. So I'm curious, like what would be like your way, you know, you said that the polarity and, and that play and that deepening of of not weaponizing it, very important point, yeah. um, And we might, we can come back to that maybe later in the conversation, but now like, what are like situations where you know now and you remember, oh, wow, you know our daughter or this situation happened and this is how kind of the polarity play really helped us okay, as parents great and, example mm.
1: so one of the things about parenting that's so hard if you do it well mm. not every parent does this but it's not good for the kids if you don't is you have to be very scheduled and regimented they love to like eat at the same time nap at the same time you know And if you're doing it well it ends up being this very regimented existence And there's always something coming, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you're always, there's always like the next thing you got to be doing. And that's just death to like a sexy vibe. It's, it's, you know, (laughs) and so when you learn how to make love in depth, time, I'm sure you've experienced this with your sexual Mm -hmm. awakening, time gets a little different. Like, A moment of presence and depth can feel like hours and hours of casual crappy relating can feel like nothing. Mm -hmm. So what Justin and I learned how to do was create formal practice. We talk about it a lot in the book. Yeah. A formal practice, like a 20 minute formal practice where we meet in depth, where we meet in full polarity, where we meet in like juicy, sexy, peel your clothes off vibe. Mm. And then we bow and Mm. we wake our daughter up, you know, like (laughs) at that regimented time that we wake her up every day so that she'll go to bed at a certain time that night, you know, like the whole thing. (laughs) And inevitably when we would wake her up, she's so omega whether she, whether your child is a boy or a girl and mm-hmm. i know your your friend has a boy but you mm-hmm. can probably see this children are all omega they're those balls of radiant light dynamic love light totally mm-hmm. in the moment no mm-hmm. con- no like f- forethinking. they're just all omega like Mm-mm. cyclones practically so This is something a lot of moms don't admit to themselves, but Ava out omega omega omegaed me at every turn. Because here I am, nursing, depleted. I I gave birth at home at 48 with no drugs. It took me like weeks to recover from that one, you know? (laughs) Then I didn't sleep Mm -hmm. through the night for uh, like a year because of Mm -hmm. nursing, and Mm -hmm. I was just kind of battered and bruised. And then she walks in the room and she's just this like cherub from heaven. <laughs> Justin's eyes go to her and she's just amazing, you know? <laughs> and she's also all of the emotions like crying, giggling, curious, angry. Like she just was unbridled everything. <laughs> and it really polarized me into Alpha. Because yeah. mm-hmm. like, I'm the one holding space. I'm the yeah. one being even, you know, even keeled, unflappable. I got you. you you're you safe here. I'm on task with your food, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. So we noticed that the minute she came in the room, Justin and I became alpha, alpha, yeah. Yeah. consciousness and consciousness, yes. which is depolarizing. Yes. And she was polarizing. Like she was just larger than life. Well, because Justin and I had just had this practice that was like, you know, curl your toes, can't stand up after it's over. You know, he has to like <laughs> help me to standing. When I would then, you know, I call it energetic agility, as you know, from my books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's like, I would shift from omega to alpha very quickly. Mm. Now I'm alpha, alpha with Justin. We're completely depolarized. One minute ago, we were looking at each other like, Savior to say, you know, savior. Mm. And then in the next moment, it's neutral. It's completely Mm. neutral. Yeah. But we don't mind because we're in service as parents. Mm -hmm. We have just had this delicious moment that's going to carry us through the whole day. And then what was so beautiful about it, and this is where I say we weren't weaponizing clarity. It was like, Mm. we're just meeting life on life's terms and we're not Mm. in resistance to it. Yes. And if we hadn't, if we don't no. know that suddenly no. both of us are looking at each other, like, is this relationship over? Mm. Or I'm getting resentful of my daughter for stealing his attention. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Instead, I feel so confident as a woman, like I had my time, I can just surrender into this and I'll see him again in the morning or I'll see him yes. tonight. And we really, because we really understand the art of polarity, Mm -hmm. we can bring it inside the spaces where it's appropriate and set it aside inside the spaces where it's not. Mm -hmm. And I think out of every couple we knew and were um, hanging around with, we were the only couple that wasn't kind of burdened by that new child Mm -hmm. experience. Mm -hmm. Because we were still thriving in polarity, it just wasn't all the time.
0: Yes. Yeah. Wow. And That's you know, a game changer. Yeah. Game changer. Yeah. And
1: yeah. And you know, as a woman, I could feel him desire me through that mm. whole period of time. Yes. And I think most women just start to feel invisible. Yes. Like a workhorse, like a milkmaid. You know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You laugh, and it's yeah, funny and also sad. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. I'm laughing yeah, it's because terrible. it's just
1: torture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like it's, it's you know, there's this book out, I think it's called Screaming on the Inside about motherhood in, in an <laughs> oh, age where yeah. we don't have grandmas and aunts, you know, and like, yes, yes, it yes. It truly yes. does feel like you're screaming on the inside. But what was so beautiful was mm. my man was still bringing me his passion and yeah. desire for me and treating uh. me like his maiden, even though I had become mother. Mm it was wonderful mm, yes. wonderful and it's all written it's all in the book like if you're yes. listening to this and you're like how as you know the how is in the book yes
0: yes yes yeah and the how is also i mean what you just shared is like this morning practice yeah for sure that's i mean that's what i understood at least yeah as as the foundation of of your your precious exquisite space to to practice to bring everything to have that that to have that full 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 presence to go beyond being mother father or whatever other roles we have to play well to just survive in this society basically and to become lovers or to bring, yeah all of these juicy polarities and and archetypes
1: absolutely and yeah you know i always say to people i talk to it's like just because justin and i are parents and we own a business together Doesn't mean you have to be a parent to have these burdens, like Mm -mm. owning a business together or or each of you having your own business, or just living together can be so depolarizing. There's all these things about our life that are incredibly depolarizing. And to know you have a place to build that fire.
0: Yes. And really be present for it is it's very special. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I'm curious, like what would be if people listening to this and they haven't read the book? They might be ordering it now yeah <laughs> and um if if you would recommend like an easy way to do the 20 minute practice morning practice what would be the first in the book of course i know you you describe you take us through through you know what to start and then what to add and so on i don't know what feels like for you in this moment something you would like to share that someone who listens to this and, and watches the podcast already can can be like okay let's let's try this
1: Great question. Um, You know, because the thing that makes playing with fire special is how simple it is. And Mm -hmm. the simplicity of one, if you only had this, it's enough. The I see, I feel practice. Yes. Yes. So what happens is one partner sits down and they're the seer, and the other partner sits down and they're the feeler. And you do the typical sexual yoga things of like, uh, you know, left eye to left eye and matching Mm -hmm. breath and becoming present, which is all described in the book. But the most important thing that is a takeaway for Mm -hmm. your listeners Mm -hmm. is one person as the seer puts all of their attention on the other person. The person who's the feeler puts all of their attention on themselves. And they alternate and they're only allowed to say, I see, fill in the blank. And the feeler is only allowed to say, I feel, fill in mm-hmm. the blank. So how this could look, for example, mm-hmm. is let's just say, you know, I'm back in that um, th- terrible twos time when mm-hmm. I'm pretty beat up, right? So I sit mm-hmm. down and I say, I feel into myself, I take that full feeling breath. And I say to Justin, I feel sad, because I'm so tired. And then he Takes a full feeling breath and puts all of his attention on me. And he says, I see how much you love our daughter.
2: Mm.
1: And then I receive that. And I take mm. another breath and I say, I feel seen. Mm. And I genuinely am feeling already mm. something shifting because he's mm-hmm. so present with me. Yes. He's so se- I feel seen. You know, I feel yes. like I don't have to be anything to be loved. Like yes. I don't have to sit there and be some sex kitten. I told him I feel sad. And he's like, I see how much you love. And I'm immediately like so interested in him. You know, I just want (laughs) to pounce on him, but you don't. You keep (laughs) let the fire build. So then maybe he says, Um, I see the woman I love. Mm. I see the woman I will protect forever. Mm. And then I feel that and I go. Feel happy to be here with you and we're bringing each other into the present moment right
0: I am interrupting this amazing episode just for a moment to let you know that Sensational Love Night is on sale for the moment. If you're watching at the perfect time, then you can join this amazing neotantic workshop, this date night for your relationship with your partner. It is going to be this amazing experience for you to explore sensuality, eroticism, your own bodies, your breath in a whole different way, it will really shift your relationship, whatever level it is right now, it will bring it into more fire, more passion, more connection, more intimacy. So check out sensational love night. The link is in the show notes. And join. Yeah, join. I can't wait to see insight. So we were interrupted. And maybe as the audience, you will, well, we'll we'll cut it back together, hopefully. but so you were you were actually feeling into yeah this you giving an example of the I see I feel practice in which indeed uh, Justin or the man then or the masculine because of course people can practice this being in as in gender relationships, yeah. And, when, and you, uh, it turns anyways, yeah.
1: Yeah, we call it
0: Alpha and Omega
1: because yeah. you yes. know seer yeah. meets feeler. And yes. It's just such a powerful practice to really unlike like bloom in a space where you're not trying, meaning mm. there's true seeing, there's true feeling. And mm. then the love and the attraction just arises from that cauldron. Yes. And I think sometimes when you learn these practices, you can be like trying too hard to get there. And wondering why it's not firing for you or like, Mm -hmm. you know, we've been around for so long. We've just seen so many people kind of go like, like they end up being like bad tennis partners. Like, well, you missed the serve. Well, you missed the serve. Like, why isn't this working? Like everyone said it would work. And what we, we created the ICI feel practice because it takes care of all of that Mm -hmm. it does. It just creates polarity. It creates deep trust and love. It creates everything that just has that that attraction arise on its own almost. Mm -hmm. And one of the comments we get when we're teaching in-person workshops is people will come up on the break and say, you know, my wife and I had been in such a bad place for so many years that I forgot why we were together. And in that last practice, I remembered." what we had when we first met
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that's the power of this practice and you can do it in 20 minutes this mm-hmm. is what saved me through those toddler yes. years yes exactly. and um once you get really good at it you don't even need formal practice you'll do it all the time like you mm-hmm. just relate to mm-hmm. each other like that
0: yes yeah 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 it's yeah and sexy. i think yes <laughs> uh, by the way there's one chapter in the book that is the hottest <laughs> You know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much in the beginning of the book. It's like, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ah, oh, so good, so good. Um, focus. I need to ask questions. <laughs> Get turned on it, by, by just talking about it. It's was good. Um, yeah, I mean, hmm.
1: what <laughs> I hear
0: or one of the things that I think I also see in my work with my clients and so on. And in my personal life, of course, it's like you also the example in which Justin was the seer, you were the feeler. Of course you shift those roles so that men can also have that capacity and and connection to their feeling bodies and feeling cells and so on. Um, There is a thing. I work mostly with heterosexual couples. So and and that's also my experience. So I'm I'm focusing more on that, but it doesn't have to be related to that or limited to that uh setting, let's say, context. But the men's difficulty receiving women's strong emotions. Yeah. And the and I also made that mistake in my past relationships of of, of when the man or my ex-partner came or comes with a lot of emotions. Wow, the overwhelm that that creates, or the the initial well responses of of um, of being activated by that, yeah. And so okay. I think that's such a an important skill for, yeah, I think for the, for couples to realize how to respond when the when one of uh, and of course both in a conflict both go yeah are 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 activated. So I'm curious, yeah, I'm just curious what your thoughts are on on that, and um, I know no let me just first say this um yeah ask ask this question yeah
1: <laughs> well what you find is <clears throat> people don't understand how depolarizing it is and so there's two things going on there's reactivity mm-hmm. most people's feelings come from reactivity not true sensitivity so mm-hmm. Blame, shame, criticism, narratives in the mind, not actual feeling. Hmm. And also they will polarize like they will depolarize each other. So it's like one feel like somebody's very big emotions will trigger Hmm. the other partner's big emotions. Now you have feeler meets feeler. Yes. So both partners feel depolarized and reactive. Mm-hmm. and that's where the the fires of polarity are burning their, your house down. Yes. yes. What playing with fire teaches you how to do is work with equanimity, which is non-reactivity. That's the mm-hmm. basis of the ICI feel practice. Is yes. one partner's the seer, one partner's the feeler and we're working in non-reactivity. So we're really giving our partner, whichever one, permission to be as they are, to mm-hmm. allow what's here. So we're, it's like when the one partner says, I feel destroyed and hurt. The other partner practices non-reactivity. I see Mm -hmm. that you're destroyed and hurt. They don't take it personally, but they Mm -hmm. also don't get defensive. It doesn't mean they're accepting that they did something wrong. It just means I see that your experience is this. Then the feeler is their job. So the the seer is seeing with non-reactivity, how a feeler is feeling with non-reactivity is to not go into the criticism and the accusations. So I feel hurt and destroyed is a feeling. I Mm. I feel hurt and destroyed because you suck. Mm. (laughs) Because you constantly let me down. Because you, you add Mm -hmm. the like, because you, you've just put your partner into reactivity. Because yes. now they are defending themselves, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Man or woman, they're defending themselves. So when we do the ICI field practice, what we're doing is we're allowing awareness to meet sensitivity in a mm. space of non-reactivity. Mm. And what's it takes a big person to non to have non-reactivity because yes. you can't be defending your ego. Mm. You can't be like trying to be the the one in the right. Yes. You know, they say, like, do you want to Do you want to have love or do you want to be ready?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: And what we're doing is we're just just sitting in what's here, Mm -hmm. equanimity. It is so powerful because it allows the seer, for example, to say, I see I've hurt you. Mm -hmm. And they don't mean I meant to hurt you. They just Mm -hmm. mean I genuinely see that I hurt you. Mm -hmm. And they could even say something like, I see I've hurt you. And that hurts me because I love you so much. And then the feeler suddenly melts into a puddle and says, mm-hmm. I feel how much I love you. And I've been so sad that we've been fighting. Mm-hmm. And now, boom, the, the fires of polarity, like they just want to jump yes. on each other, but mm-hmm. they're not allowed because they're going <laughs> to And so what we find yeah. is it's a, this is where it becomes a spiritual practice mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. hot fucking is hot fucking. Mm-hmm. But to have hot fucking awaken you spiritually is a whole nother deal. Yeah. To walk with a partner and grow sexually and spiritually yes. is something divine. Yes. And when you are using the stuff that breaks couples up as the mm. fodder for greater attraction and greater mm. spiritual awakening, mm. and it's bringing you close and like mm. unbreakably together. Yes both partners really feel like they're doing something meaningful with mm-hmm. their intimate connection. They're doing mm-hmm. something profoundly beneficial to their own path yes. and then they get to enjoy the fruits of that in relationship as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah, amazing. yeah. and I think something that I oh that I notice a lot or is going now to the female perspective first because I'm a woman of course that makes most sense um the emasculation that happens yeah mm-hmm. and women having that tendency and it's what I've seen in my family like I see my mom still do it and now I start you know mentioning that I say hey mom do you see what you do <laughs> um what do you feel and I feel like a lot of women do that, and and I feel that there's deep stuff underneath that, yeah, under this this yeah, this emasculation that happens, that creates then, I mean, an effect in a man and that creates a vicious circle or cycle. And of course, we can discuss like where does that begin, but maybe that's not the most useful conversation to have, you know. I think in relationships, I often, yeah, work a lot with women, and and the women have the feeling that they are doing more work than the men, and the men are kind of behind. In doing also the emotional and the self development and 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 self growth work, don't know if you have that experience too. Of course, you have a bigger audience, and and I focus on on women, so I, I meet the women more. Um, so I know there's two questions here. I guess the first one, let's let's zoom in on the emasculation, how you feel or what you feel is like ah oh, deep underneath that, you know, and how, yeah, how we can kind of shift out of that. And then I guess the other question and we, we can do it of course later is like this, okay, how. How can we inspire our men also to join? If if indeed women are well, first into the more, uh, bringing that awareness in in a relationship and 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 doing the work of looking within ourselves and all of that and we have an ego and we are more than the ego and all of that, yeah. How we can inspire our men to actually join us and to kind of, um, yeah, rise to in into into love in that way, you know without that being judgmental and without that being, oh, I'm, I'm better than you because that's a trap, of course. And I've been in that trap, really. Um, yeah, such a big trap. I mean,
1: let's first talk to the thing that leads to the emasculation and they, I'm better than you, which is that deep yearning.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Deep yearning to have a consciousness that leads you well, to be led better than you can lead yourself, that deep yearning to be able to trust him at his word and to feel like you can, you can surrender because you trust his word, mm-hmm. right? That's why simple things like he says he's going to bring home butter and then he completely forgets and he walks in the door. You know, like you you mentioned your mom. I mean, how many times have we seen our mom, like, greet our our dad at the door and she's like where's the butter and he's like mm. oh i forgot the butter and she's like you see you mar, mar, mar. you know like she's just comes at him with 25 years of letdown of all of the times that he wasn't his word with her mm. and these are the things that just destroy intimate relationship mm. but then we as modern women we're not interested in pretending that we worship Him when we don't you know we don't Mm -hmm. want to be like oh you forgot the butter no big deal (laughs) (laughs) right like that is a hurt that Mm. is a hurt and the question is what do we do with that hurt and I really feel like the scope of your question is how do we wake him up with that hurt Mm -hmm. and that's the thing to remember is are you showing your hurt? Most women aren't. They're showing their they're showing what comes after the hurt, which is mm-hmm. that letdown, that disappointment, that I give up on you. And the thing you you have to remember is that you hold a lot of power with your man. Mm-hmm. And if you think he is a failure, he will too.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If you give up on him, he will give up on him. And if you emasculate him, he will either end up with no balls and not be able to penetrate you well ever again, and just become like your people pleaser, Mm -hmm. or he will subtly defy you and become very secretive and get his power elsewhere, Mm -hmm. right? He'll feel disempowered in the relationship and he'll go seek power through deception. Mm -hmm. Both all of these scenarios are terrible. Mm-hmm. but we, as modern women, we want to be authentic. We don't want to pretend to be happy, horny, and grateful when we're mm-hmm. actually really mad that he yes. forgot the butter, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So what the key is, is true sensitivity. We have an entire chapter on what sensitivity looks like. Mm-hmm. And sensitivity comes down to that full feeling breath down the whole front surface of the body. So mm-hmm. what did our moms not do? They didn't take a breath. They just... Mm-hmm went into a rant Mm -hmm. what do we do we breathe we feel the truth of what that moment is it's not even about the butter it's about i want to trust you and when you forget Mm -hmm. the butter i feel like i can't Mm -hmm. and then he goes whoa because we just spoke the piercing truth of our authentic soft heart Mm -hmm. and he gets to wake up And Mm -hmm. when you do it well, and you're very close to like the core feeling, Mm
2: -hmm. meaning
1: you don't put a lot of stuff on top of it, Mm -hmm. trying to make yourself look like badass or cool or Mm -hmm. bulletproof or less Mm -hmm. pathetic, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. how many stories did I write in that book about times when I just felt so pathetic, but Mm -hmm. I was just showing him the raw truth of my heart, which was Mm -hmm. very tender and very basic, Yes, but it's that undefended heart that wakes up consciousness and so mm. to walk up to him and just show him like ouch and he goes mm. what and you go i feel like i'm losing trust because you made a promise and you can keep it and then he can feel this is way bigger than the butter
2: mm.
1: and he might not handle it gracefully because he never wants to fail you mm. but you woke him up yes You didn't emasculate him. You woke him up and that's what it looks like. And what ends up happening in sacred relationship is he begins to make room for your truth and you begin to show your truth. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. you begin to take the risk of really revealing how things are affecting you. Mm -hmm. And then he learns that he loves that because your responsiveness in a moment of hurt is no different than your responsiveness in a moment of pleasure in a moment mm-hmm. of erotic ex- mm-hmm. you know, exchange. Yes. And what, what men start to learn, whether they're doing this work or not, they don't have mm-hmm. to be a practitioner of the work to mm-hmm. figure out that if there's a lot of room in the relationship for your feelings, there's mm-hmm. a lot of room in the bedroom for your orgasms. Yes. And if there's no room for your feelings, you will end up with a woman who's just hardly feeling anything with you. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you know, she's like, mm-hmm. as I say in the Awakened Woman's Guide, she's like a stalled car, you're pushing up a hill, you know? <laughs> yes. So men are practical and, you know, you you mentioned and it all ties together. I, I can see why you mm. asked the questions sequentially. Yes. But the next thing that women will be asking is, well, what if my partner's not practicing? Mm-hmm. Correct? Yes. yes. Like as soon as they hear that story, they're like, well, what if my partner's not practicing? Mm. Correct, yep, yes, it's the very next thing. And you know, it's important to know that the truth of the heart awakens your man, whether he's practicing or not. Mm. And and the more piercing your truth, like the less defended your heart, the less Mm. defended his heart.
2: Mm. And
1: what is said from the heart is heard from the heart.
2: Mm.
1: And I've had tons of clients. Tons of women clients with a partner who did not want anything to do with sacred intimacy. Mm. Begin practicing with her because she was so inviting. She was such Mm. a, she was undeniably interesting. She was undeniably like he just wanted to dive into her because your partner doesn't have to be practicing to love sex. Mm -hmm. And when you're staying alive in your sexuality through light and dark and you know, Mm -hmm. stormy and peaceful, you know, when you're speaking Mm the language of your own sensual awakening, Mm -hmm. you know, it's undeniable to a man unless he is uninterested in sex. Yeah, And there are some men that are absolutely uninterested in sex. Mm -hmm. And um, that's another, that's more work for you to be like, Mm -hmm. why did I choose someone Mm-hmm. that is completely uninterested in sex. And then the work that you do is, how do I find safety in that? And could I let go of the need for that safety?
0: Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And, and what I think is such an important, or well, I can, I mean, imagine looking at my own life and of course the experiences of my clients and so on is this moment of showing, yeah, the the truth of your heart and the deeper, I mean, you, I, I guess, you know, whether you really entered and spoke from your, from the deepest point based upon the reaction of the other person, maybe. Yeah. Because of course there can be still defensiveness coming. Yeah. It can be still that, that your partner or the person in front of you is not able to, to, yeah, to, to hold that and that it's too much. And of course these things, they, they, they activate our inner children and our, our childhoods. Um, yeah situations and and trauma in certain cases so well I would say
1: mm. you know how you did maybe not so much from his reaction Mm. but from how you feel by his reaction because remember Mm. if you've spoken the truth of your heart like what you touch fully resolves completely there's Mm -hmm. an element and I know you probably know what I'm talking about Mm -hmm. where you did you did your best. Like you brought the best you had. And there's mm-hmm. a there's a sense of seeing the situation clearly mm-hmm. that might make it easier to break up with him. Mm-hmm. Because you're you don't have more work to do. You did your yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. And there's a yeah. clarity in you of like, "Oh, wow, he's dealing with real trauma." Mm. And he needs me to be numb. Mm. And I no longer want to be numb. And I don't want to be in a relationship that's numb. Mm -hmm. And Mm. I'm ready to move on. And when you don't speak the truth of your heart, you feel trapped in a cycle of like Mm -hmm. having the same fight. But when you do find the truth of your heart, the clarity that comes Mm. from every interaction. And the reason why that clarity is there is because what you touch fully resolves Mm. completely. Mm -hmm. If you're with him for avoidant reasons, Mm -hmm. you'll no longer be avoidant. You'll no longer want an avoidant partner. But if you think back to when you got in that relationship, there was a part of you that kind of loved how avoidant you guys Mm -hmm. colluded in that. So there's an element of not, it doesn't hurt as much because Mm. what hurts is to stagnate your flow. Mm. But when you get your flow going, whether he does or not, Mm. aren't you, isn't it just true? You're in less hurt. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah of life. It's like you and God are making love. Yeah. And you have total possibility of like finding a partner that will meet you there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's sovereignty. Yeah. And that I think that's a that's a typical, I mean, at least that's how I perceive it a little bit, the 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 conflict or the tension in the relationship is self-abandonment, yeah, versus the the compromise that we make in the meeting of the other. And that's such a of course a, a beautiful Attention! you have to i think uh, or dance in a relationship sometimes um knowing yeah i mean feeling into that and and but again self-abandonment at a certain moment it's not an option anymore i don't think exactly exactly
1: and it doesn't feel stagnant when you're doing your work that no longer Mm. feels stagnant and i think it's the stagnancy Mm. that just destroys people in intimacy
0: yes 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 yeah 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 yeah. he. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm, yeah. And of course, I mean, you mentioned it a couple of times is this, you know, embodiment. And my, my work is also really about that. It's like this erotic awakening and this embodiment yeah, of, our, of our sexual nature and and feeling that as as such a powerful force and life force and and being alive and becoming alive as that and in that, uh, which changes life completely actually, uh, which is so amazing. And I think, um, yeah, I think that's such a thing that we each of us we we need to bring in our relationship and that's also the the responsibility I think that we have it's again this tension between I guess self-leadership and responsibility and who are you and who are we on our own and then how can we together and how do we indeed then create something that is beyond yeah from that from that fullness um and I mean you also in the beginning of our conversation which I felt like you know, this element of desire and wanting to feel desired by, by a, your partner. Yeah. By a man. I think that's such a, I think some women, especially in these times, maybe it's not feminist or so to say that I consider myself a, a feminist on many levels. And then, and then I'm also like, yeah, damn, I, I, I really love, love that. We love that, that, that feeds us, that, that nourishes us. um. And so I'm just curious, like, what are some, some ways that you feel that you, that we as women and that you as a woman, you kind of mm, activate that or, or invite that, uh, that desire in your man, even, you know, even when you are, are parents and, and, and life can be, you know, demanding and, um, in all of, all of the typical love ways. That that
1: you're, I love that you're bringing this up because, you know, I too stand for women's empowerment. I stand for women um, having their voice and, having their wisdom honored and being in their power. And, you know, when you, when your only option to be desired by men is to be quiet and say nothing and to be pleasing to them in exactly how their basest ego demand requests, mm. it's a very anti-feminist statement to say desired, mm. being desired by men is a good thing. Yes. And I just want to be clear. I am not even in that orbit. Mm -hmm. I'm in the orbit of, you know, honoring your cauldron, the wisdom that circles in your womb, the Mm -hmm. fire that's in your heart that no one and nothing can extinguish the truth that's in your Mm -hmm. voice Mm -hmm. of awakening the moment. Mm -hmm. And saying it in a way that inspires him to worship it in other Mm. words i'm not reducing myself to be desirable i'm desirable because love light radiance and the burning truth of creativity is the hottest thing that any of us know And what I'm really asking women to do is step into that. And every Mm -hmm. woman I've ever worked with who steps into that, Mm -hmm. she becomes a force of nature. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: She becomes the thing that he would, couldn't even imagine looking at another woman. Mm -hmm. And so if anything, we are the new feminists because when we really understand this work, we Mm -hmm. don't use this work as a weapon against ourselves. We use this work as an invitation to becoming even fuller in our mm. glory mm. and in a way that is cooperative with his glory as mm. alpha, yes. meaning I'm not going to rise and put my boot on your face because I just got out of your boot on my face. Mm-hmm. I'm going mm-hmm. to rise and I'm going to help you rise and we rise together as opposites. Yes. Like Mm. both wisdom streams are honored. Both Mm -hmm. gifts are honored. I mean, Mm. that's what playing with fire is all about. If you think Mm. about that book, that Mm. book is alpha and omega in deep, full sexual worship of each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because if if Justin was just worshiping me and I was kind of like, yes, you know, Mm. kiss my ring, you know, that wouldn't be it. And if I Mm -hmm. was just worshiping Justin and like, Tiptoeing around him at all the time, that wouldn't mm-hmm. be it. What mm-hmm. you see in that book is like, I'm in my totality, he's in his totality, and the two are honoring each other. Mm-hmm. And guess where it starts? yeah I see, I feel practice with non reactivity. Mm-hmm. That's where yes. it's born. And mm-hmm. then when you do that on a daily basis, we've seen. So many clients, when they start doing that on a daily basis, that's just what arises is mm-hmm. that true worship of each other's essence.
0: Mm-hmm. And then yeah.
1: after they get very good at it, they can, they can agilely flip between the two. Yeah, Like you said, a man's feelings, you, you know, women should really remember that if you track a man into alpha all the time, and he's never allowed to have his feelings, he starts to resent you. Mm. And like lose his motivation to be great for you. But when mm. you give man, a man space to keep opening his heart mm-hmm. and linking it to his genitals, you mm. have you have an, a man who is larger than life, mm. fully happy to be there. And mm. I would say that's the muse aspect. I, I think that most women are missing. Most mm. women want a conscious man and they're kind of mm-hmm. like, don't, don't step out of the ring. Yes. A conscious man don't step out of the ring
0: yeah and
1: then he just gets weaker and weaker because he's not actually in his totality he's not mm-hmm. aligned mm-hmm. but if you switch and then he gets to be the feeler and you're the seer and you give him that gift he comes right back and then he's the seer and you're the feeler and the mm-hmm. energetic agility allows no one's getting stuck
0: Mm-mm-mm. yes yeah and everything is ex- accepted and permitted and also just a human yeah i mean yeah. yeah, and also not-
1: like you know, you don't want to be the breadwinner. You don't want to him to find no. an omega moment, and then he never comes out of it.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. You
1: know, you're suddenly like, wait a minute. You know, yeah. what's fun is the yeah. dynamic exchange where, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and then yeah. also, you know, you you feel inspired to surrender, right? And yeah. so we talk all about that in the book, but the idea is, um, equal but opposite power dancing in a beautiful tango it's like Mm. both are empowered both are honoring the opposite in each other yes and then gracefully moving together
0: Mm, yes yeah and i think that's such a yeah that's such a, a a liberation you know of of acknowledging acknowledging the otherness in 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 the other of course and and to be able to play with that at the same time and um yeah I think it's also just a, a very beautiful way to, yeah, close this uh, conversation. I'm curious whether there's for you anything that you would like to add, um, maybe a last note on. I don't know. I feel like surrender. <laughs> 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 oh, just a quick touch on surrender. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was like Lynn.
1: <laughs> Oh, boy. How about we, <gasps> we just plan for a second podcast? Yeah, a second talk about...
2: <laughs> I mean, honestly, surrender
1: <laughs> is where it's at. I don't even think I could do it justice, but mm-hmm. I could tease it by saying that um, the path of sacred intimacy was different for me than every other thing I tried because of surrender. It taught me how to surrender, not just to a partner, but to life itself. And mm. it had taught me how to surrender, not as a defeat mm. or like a resignation, yes. but as a fully loaded, receptive, orgasmic, yes. Mm. And that's the path. That's what we have in common. You and me mm. is we're walking mm. that path. That's the path we're inviting other women into. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's the path that makes life worth living. Yes. Right. And um once you know what that is and you experience it a couple of times, it's there's just no turning back.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And you the most important thing is you don't have to wait for a partner to do it. Mm-hmm. You can do it every day, whether there's someone engaging with you or not. Mm-hmm. And that includes when you're when you're in a relationship because there's days where you feel so invisible. He's so on his mission or this, that, and the other. Maybe he's having a bad time and he's just inward. Maybe you guys are having a rough moment and he you're divided. You never stop surrendering into your own connection with the creator.
2: Mm.
1: No matter what. No matter what, no matter what. No matter what. Because that's what allows your heart to beat richly and well in this lifetime.
2: Mm.
0: Mm. Thank you. So my mm. pleasure. Mm. So my pleasure. That's beautiful.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Feels like a... Yeah. The most amazing way to, to close. I had, and I, for me, this is like full body transmission. Yeah. (laughs) I hope you're all, you felt that and you're, you're feeling this. Uh, I think London, it's so clear that I just how my body activates uh, connecting with you. It's, it's exquisite. I think you'll be seeing me in your monthly uh <laughs> monthly group very soon. I've been thinking about it for months. It was like probably after I connect with her, it will happen. So thank you. Thank you once again love for to this have time. You there. Yeah? Oh, you're so uh,
1: welcome. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I uh I really appreciate um I can hear how devoted you are to the to the practice and mm. um Blessings to you. May they just Mm. surge through this beautiful portal channel.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah, thank you. Mm and blessings to all of you watching listening thank you so much for tuning in of course check out yeah london's uh, all of our links will be yeah in the in the show notes so reach out by the book connect with yeah her and justin online because yeah you, you share a lot of nuggets from your conversations on on instagram that are so so useful and and, and beautiful and yeah i'll see you see you next time see you soon Okay, blessings. Bye.